0: is the sean thompson show and
2: that's why you hold your assets in trust right there because some gary Busey and drag might sue you before some democrat half sally judges and you get a bunch of sally democrats on the court and three hours later, you're down $83.3 million For something you didn't do to clearly a schizophrenic, pathological lunatic who has at least
3: one dog named Smiths, I believe? I call it the Mouse House because some very distinguished uh, mice live here. Uh, Kahneman lives in the kitchen. Taberski lives in the bedroom. This is my shed. And on that side are the books. <laughs> that most influenced me growing up. On the door are the list of my dogs. Marky. Fortuna de la Spunky. Heidi. Bloody.
2: Did she say Smits? Did she what? say Litz? What's the name of that dog? Here, Litz! Here, Litz! Oh, it's... It, it's there's no law? Okay, I can't say that on the air, Squirrel. We lose our license. And you know how these Democrat rats
3: like to misuse law? And Hepburn. The streams and the rivers were dry. So she's got
2: one dog named Smiths and another one named Hepmer. She's got a couple mice. What do you think there is? I don't even want to.
3: I, and I, it so horrified me that I came out and started painting the rocks blue to indicate that there was once a river here. Tell me more, Gary Busey. And then after I got done painting the rocks, I just Uh sort of walked over here and then did that tree and then did that tree and then I did this tree. And then pretty soon I'd done this whole forest.
2: And she remembers what happened 30 years ago. The statute of limitation had been bastardized because the Democrat scum judges, just like the two in Cook County, two low-life rat scum family court judges who sit on the Table of Wisdom LLC with a convicted mafia don by the name of ed burke how much money did they make by buying and misusing their clout for tax auction properties in section 8 housing don't worry it'll never be investigated and if they go to court they're going to get a bunch of democrats on the jury and they'll be skipping through the tulips with gary Busey and drag
3: what happened oh to gary oh my god the best piece of advice I've ever given. What a horrible question! Perfectly normal.
2: Perfectly normal. Her accusation was she got raped. Was it really though? Was it rape? I don't remember what she said to uh, Gloria Vanderbilt's kid. You don't feel like a victim.
3: I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word "rape" carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. It just it it hurt. It just what it just, you know, but
0: I think most people think of rape as a I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I a think sexual.
3: most people think of rape as being sexy.
4: Mm.
5: Let's take a short
3: but break. Think
5: of the fantasies. We've got to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side.
3: You're
2: fascinating to talk to. <laughs> so do you like rape? Do you not like rape? Hey, Gary, what exactly is your position on the whole thing? Your position is it's the greatest thing that ever happened to ever happen. You, you scallywag, bust out crackpot lunatic. Just made eighty-three million dollars because you went before some more very sophisticated elitist Democrats. Well, let's visit how their cities turn out.
6: Good afternoon, here, Brad Edwards at CBS
7: News Chicago, taking a look at the right of our screen. There, major police response in the loop right now. There are reports of uh, two people receiving. Uh, critical life support at this time it's possible we're hearing from sources uh two individuals were shot
2: right in what used to be the financial district downtown uh, loop when it used to be a bustling hustling city with productivity now it looks like the beginning of animal stories here's some more from animal stories hit seven times
8: since christmas You heard that right, seven times at two locations, twice overnight. We first talked to the Chicago liquor store owner about this earlier this month. Now he's telling our Tara Molina he can't take any more. Another day, another broken window for this liquor store owner. This location has been hit four times now just this month. The owner just told me his insurance won't cover him anymore.
2: It was three times in one week. Maybe I should go shoot plays lottery. (laughs)
8: By the way,
2: the reason I'm playing these two clips isn't just to show you that wherever these Democrat rat mafia corrupt animals reside. It's who's managing it, who lets them back out on the street time and time again. So the judge that uh, found Trump guilty long before the trial ever started, he's the same political belief, the same philosophy... That lets out these criminals to destroy the once great city. And it's not just Chicago. Oh no. It's anywhere the Democrats are in charge of the mayor's office or the county office or this. State office,
8: and take a look at this. DC police are investigating after someone broke into 29 cars along a two-block stretch in Northwest. And this is video seven News photojournalist Luis Urbina got today on Cathedral Avenue near Calvert Street. You can see all those windows just broken out there, glass all over the road. Police say several cars had items missing. It's like the Third World. I wonder where the people from the
2: third world are going to run now that they're forced to live back in the third world with snow. Uh, and it, it, it's all for a better society, Squirrel. They want to give you free health care, free housing, free education. Who provides such education? Parents entrust
0: teachers every day with the safety of their kids. Now families in Saugus truly
2: alarmed as a teacher is accused of bringing drugs to school. WBC's Brandon Truitt joining us. L- you want to bet if he's a registered Democrat? Or Republican. What do you want? Anybody want to bet anything? I'll tell you what, I'll bet the 83.3 million that he's a low life rat registered Democrat.
7: Live now with the latest on the investigation and the community's
6: response, Brandon. Well, Chris, the teacher is accused of having what the state calls a class A substance. That could be anything from ecstasy,
0: heroin, ketamine, among others. Parents I spoke with said they are beside themselves that this happened inside the school.
2: Really? You're in a Democrat area. The Democrat Teachers Union of Boston will protect him, probably have protected him, the way the CP, Chicago Public School Union, protects the molesters and whatnot that goes on in that chaotic city where five out of 100 kids can read the grade level. Same thing. It's the same story every time. And now it spreads nationally. The problem is they've got a schizophrenic liar of their own trying to sell it. He's not really selling. So who do you bring in? Bring in the guy from California. Bring in the guy who's sponsored by Getty Money as he promotes climate change.
4: Our message is working. Our values are American. They're universal values. Our policies, Republicans begrudgingly celebrate and accept. I heard the governor here in his state of the state last night, and he talked about these new EV investments in, in his state. Really, Mr. Governor, they tried to oppose that and is sitting there with Trump? They can't even help themselves. But they're beneficiaries
2: of all this because that's the character. Now, see, that's the part that I didn't like, Swirl. They're beneficiaries of this. You see, the most, most people won't look into the fact who's really benefiting from these schemes. It isn't the people. You see the squalor, the ghetto that was once a great city called Chicago. You see it. You see wherever they, whatever they touch. You see the chaos and the collapse. So who really does benefit? It's not the people who are subjected to this kind of government gangsterism. They don't benefit from it. Who benefits from it are the insiders. So today, simultaneously, with all of the distractions going on about Donald Trump and his kangaroo court cases. There's another little problem. The insider trader got my attention today. She did, Squirrel, because when this kind of woman, Jennifer Granholm, when she talks, this is a woman that made tens of millions from policy front running. When she talks, I start to pay attention, Squirrel, and everybody should. The
5: Biden administration temporarily pausing and now pending decisions on the export of liquefied natural gas, new export facilities that do not yet have a permit from the Energy Department, will now be on hold during the pause. Officials will evaluate the impacts of LNG exports on energy costs, energy security, and the environment. This new move uh, does not affect current exports or previously permitted facilities that have begun construction. Joining us right now is Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. Uh, Good morning to you. Uh, We've been talking about this all morning um, and and trying to understand the the rationale behind it. Um, A lot of folks looking at this and saying, uh, that, you know, export, uh, exporting LNG has been a great thing for the United States.
3: Yeah, I mean, we are the world's largest exporter now of LNG. But we have a responsibility at the Department of Energy to ensure that. Now,
2: the, this is what always bothered me, too, about Democrats. When anything good happens, it's we. We didn't do anything front running inside trading whore. That was the policy of Donald Trump. You did nothing, Barack Obama. You did nothing. You hampered, you, you hamstrung our sectors, our private businesses, and you've managed to backdoor nationalize them with the threat of intimidation and the guarantee of subsidies. But the fact that she gets to say we, because what we is doing is destroying all of the actual progress, not just mankind has made, because you rename the true reusable energy, you know, oil, as fossil fuels. There's no such thing but it's a great way to demonize it. And your soiree of morons that can't read because they went to your schools just follow you around. But see, what you're really doing is enriching, not just your inside trading profiteering, but your cohorts in corruption. Whoever heard of Ali Zaidi? You ever heard of this guy? Ali Zaidi. Now there's two of them. Pretty sure the one is the dad. He's from Pakistan. He's riddled in scandal. In fact, the scandal of uh, the, uh, the the Ali Zaidi Sr., whose name is Hader in the middle, which is why it's very difficult to get the research, but you should do it, is that he was involved in Pakistan in a, in a major scandal, implementing policies as the maritime appointee of that country, whatever the hell he is, Pakistan politician, federal minister of maritime affairs. He got caught doing the same thing to Pakistan, hamstringing Pakistan through his misuse of his own authority of the maritime affairs czar, whatever the hell he is. And enriching, guess who, Squirrel? Enriching Iran. In fact, he's embroiled in a financial scandal of kickbacks from Iran to him as he misused Pakistan authority to hamstring Pakistan and enrich, and enrich Iran. Here's his little boy. At least I think so. It's very hard to find the exact information. But here's Ali Zaidi, also Pakistani born, also a lawyer. And guess who he worked for before Biden? You guessed it, Barack,
1: who likes them big and round. I think it's a sector-by-sector strategy pinned down in this North Star goal of getting to net-zero emissions economy-wide. And part of that conversation needs to be, as it was at the United Nations conference, how we globally transition away from fossil fuels.
2: Now, aside from this failed virtue of net-zero and all the other fraud that they do, what he's not telling you is, From all of these policies, who gets richer? Iran! Same like daddy! Can you share the amount
8: of greenhouse gas emissions that this rule would cut in the short term? Can you detail that in any specific way for people to understand?
1: That's a really, I think that's... Part of what this uh, review is all about is to understand what are the implications of LNG. Um, We've started to learn more about leakage rates at different parts of the supply chain, upstream, midstream, downstream. Now,
2: they have to come up with this nonsense because LNG is a blessing to mankind, like everything we do is a blessing to mankind. When I say we, I mean American men specifically who produce energy at extremely low costs that have brought civilization to where it is today, where you can survive because of climates, cold and hot and the rest of it. But these fascist Marxist scum, like they are in Pakistan, like his big fat father is in Pakistan, what they want to do is make those prices very, very high. So the government's very, very important. That's why they're always bending knee to the world. And nobody in the Federal Bureau of Incompetence wants to look into this guy and his dad. Nobody. Just like you don't want to look into the illegal alien. Who we found out led a terror group back in Iraq. And uh, it doesn't seem like you're too quick
1: on the uptake, feds. Started to learn a lot about what happens to uh, LNG as it's chilled and then shipped uh, overseas. What happens to the
2: American people as the prices skyrocket? How many? How many are kicked out of their homes? How many can't afford the basic necessities that we took for granted just three and a half years ago? How many? I mean, I know they're not the favorite class. After all, it's the illegal aliens that get to move in for
1: free, right? Um, we're also seeing major shifts in uh, the demand for this product. What is it backing out on the other end? Um, you think about a lot of our allies and partners who use that LNG today actually are on a trajectory to back out that demand. Uh, to re- Man, oh
2: man, he's like Kamala Harris with male genitalia. In the meantime, let's go to Gary Busey.
3: Ask an advice call. Oh my god. Hang on. Eat, drink, and be merry. That's
2: it. 83.3 million could have bought our whole family for about $75. dollars 312 642 5600 You gotta be kidding me. To be kidding me.
0: Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, the answer. AM 560, the answer.
2: What happened? Did you didn't want to talk to me. I love it. Chicago lowlife scum Democrat called the show and said that I should be sued for libel. You don't think I prepared for you, roaches? Nothing is mine. Everything's in a trust. Look at this timepiece, squirrel. See the squirrel? Lovely. Let's open it. Let's let's look at the back. Property of T T Investment Trust and Acquisitions. Nothing. My offer to you is this: nothing, Roach. And if you ever want to confront me face to face, do me a favor. Bring your wife, because I'm sure she wants to know what a man looks like. Uh, Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hey, Sean. You know you have to
8: give E. Jean Carroll some credit. I mean, she commutes from the Kensington neighborhood in Philly to court every day. She smokes meth. She's on prank. <laughs> she looks great. She gets off the
2: court. <laughs> yeah, she looks great. The best is after court. Some portly Democrat lawyer is trying to put her arm around her, and she doesn't. She thinks she's getting arrested. She's pushing back. She's Gary Busey. Truly, it's insane. Yes, At least Gary Busey has an excuse, right? He fell off a motorcycle and hit a cliff with his head or something, right?
9: <laughs> exactly. Uh, go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. But give her credit for that anyway. She does show up in court, and then she goes back to the Kensington
8: neighborhood. You know, my you favorite go. part,
2: my favorite part are the yep. seven, are the seven pansy fellas on the, on the court. Not the two women, cause they just went along to get along. The seven pansy exactly. Democrats on the court. They think they really got him. Who I got him. She'll never see yep. a nickel. Never a nickel. No. Cause he'll burn 400 million to not give her a Absolutely. nickel. Yeah, that's Absolutely. That's the beauty of Trump. You get I nothing. I love it. Yeah. And you string it out long enough. She doesn't look like she's going to make it to the thaw. She looks terrible, for God's sakes. In the meantime, it's also covering up the major scandal of the day. You see, your own government, once again, has heated up the Cold War, the Cold Civil War, between states that want to be run legitimately without this Democrat-short-in-the-pants freakish mafia. So they're going to defend themselves, come hook or crook. And now we're being deployed, now, now, now there's a threat That this is going to spice up between federal troops in Texas? I got news for you, kid. Now there's 26 states that say, we're with Texas. So what are you going to do, Democrat lowlifes? Top Texas politicians say they will not comply
6: with a deadline to allow federal border agents access to a park along the Rio Grande.
5: Texas
7: seized control of the park this month and then began denying entry to border patrol agents. I got
2: caught in Texas squirrel on a layover, but I never left the airport. I'll tell you what, they found a way to get me to go to Texas. Proud as a peacock. Cowboy hat and everything. Let's just mount up and see what happens. You want to go?
7: And so Shannon is here with a look at the border battle between Texas and the Biden administration.
3: Brandon, federal officials demanded that Texas allow access to that high crossing area by today. But Texas leaders say that's not happening. And in fact, they're doubling down. And the state has installed rows of razor wire in Shelby Park and says more is being added along the border. A Supreme Court ruling allowed...
2: It's funny, the women uh, governors, Huckabee and Noam, they were the first ones. We're all in. We're with you 100%. What else do you need? You want more wire? We'll send you more wire. Because the Biden administration has zero credibility. It is an illegitimate administration, and the office of the presidency is occupied by a traitor and a thief who is linked to $24 million directly to oligarchs in the Chinese Communist Party and the former Soviet Union. And instead of being impeached, he still sits in the office.
3: ...for federal agents to cut or remove the wire, but there's been no decision yet on the case as a whole. Governor Abbott says Texas is doing what it has to do with the backing of the Constitution.
7: Regardless of what federal statute may exist, the supremacy the supremacy clause means that the Constitution itself It's the supreme law of the land. The Constitution itself provides Texas with a right of self-defense in this case.
2: Do you know why that's there, Squirrel? Because the forefathers understood what kind of corruption would take place. They completely understood it because they dealt with that kind of corruption. And they knew just because people had important positions that they were not able to craft and misuse illegitimate laws as weapons against freedom and liberty. You see, that's what's really happening here. That's what you saw in New York. It's not a legitimate court. It's not a legitimate trial. It's not a legitimate outcome. It means nothing. And that's how these Democrats have to be treated, because they are good for nothing. 312-642-5600.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM five sixty. The answer.
5: You don't feel like a victim.
3: I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word "rape" carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. It just. It. It hurt. It just. What. It just. You know. But
0: I think most people think of rape as. a, I mean, it is a violent assault
2: it is not i a think
3: sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy mm. let's take a short break think of the fantasies mm.
2: <laughs> gloria vanderbilt's kid was so confused you know why squirrel because it's nonsense made up poppycock her 15 minutes had a paycheck though 83.3 million that i hope this rat bastard gary look lookalike never gets larry chicago
10: I, I've been seeing these uh, commercials on TV from the uh, county care program, and to look at them, you'd think that they were for-profit health care agency like Human Healthcare Harmony, but in reality, it's a Medicaid program operated by Crook County, and to qualify for Medicaid, you've got to have financial constraints, but also here, you have to be a resident of Crook County, and resident to them means that you reside here, even if you're in the United States, legally.
2: Why are you going to do this? Why are you going to do this, Larry? You're going to depress tens of thousands of people right now. Go ahead.
10: Yeah, and the thing is, they even provide them with dental care, some that 85% of veterans who are enrolled in the VA health care system are not eligible for. And they also provide $50 Visa uh, gift cards for people who just do what they're supposed to do anyway, get various checkups, or, whether it's immunizations, x-rays, whatever. Yeah. If I was eligible for for dental care in the VA, for every visit, I'd have to pay my $50 dollars copay.
2: Be careful, Larry, because by the time you're done, you'll, you'll end up with that little gold box around your tooth or silver, depending on who your dentist is. Ah, uh, thanks for depressing everybody. Chuck and Dullivan, he's got some gold boxes around his teeth. What's up, Jibs? Aloha snack bar. Aloha snack, snack bar. bar. You see how now it's starting to break? They do know that that terrorist that broke into our country, they, he was the leader of Ajubaji, wherever the goat Casanova was living. You do You don't know who I am! You don't know who I am! I knew who you were in six hours, you moron. You're lucky you didn't know the old neighborhood $50. I'd have chased you down myself. Go ahead. Guess what I just bought? What?
11: A Red Ryder BB gun that shoots a mile and a half.
2: Wow. Be careful, kid. You shoot your eye out. Have a good night. Steve, West Virginia. Steve in West Virginia hung up just as I was taking him. Well, that's depressing. Because, you know, I, I wanted to use it as a lead-in to the Terry McAuliffe story and the link between Alejandro Mayorkas and the Democrat Mafia back when Barack Obama was delivering that hope and change.
6: A new development tonight related to a startup car company founded by the Democratic nominee for governor, Terry McAuliffe. A new report shows the Department of Homeland Security is investigating a high-level agency official for helping Gulf Coast Funds Management a company that funds
2: Green Tech Automotive. Ryan Nobles has been the... To- Notice how you can't find any of these stories anymore. Green Tech Automotive. Terry McAuliffe and the Duchess of Chafington's brother. Am I the only one that remembers it? Stole hundreds of millions of dollars. Poof! No Department of Injustice investigation. Nothing from the Federal Bureau of Incompetence forever bothering Italians. It's like it, it never happened.
6: Mississippi, where green Tech's hub is located. He's here now to explain what's in this new report. Ryan. Well, Kurt, this investigation centers around the use of the EB-5 program, which grants visas to foreign investors who create jobs in America. Now, EB-5 is one of many sources of funding for Greentech, and today officials from both Greentech and Gulf Coast Funds Management personally told me they've done nothing wrong. This new report from the Associated Press reveals that Gulf Coast Funds Management, a company run in part by Hillary Clinton's brother, may have been given special assistance by a high-level Department of Security official.
2: Did anybody sue these rat thieves for libel? I mean, we all paid for this. Did anybody get a judgment against these cohorts of corruption? Wait do you hear who the other apparatchik to this scam firm was. You're not going to believe it, Squirrel. Coast Funds
6: Management's website lists only one company that it works with, Green Tech Automotive, the company Terry McCullough founded after losing the Democratic nomination for governor in 2009. In an email to lawmakers obtained by NBC News, the Department of Homeland Security's inspector general's office says that Alejandro Mayorkas, the director of the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services, quote, allegedly assisted with the approval of an application for EB-5 visas submitted by Gulf Coast Funds
2: Management. Clinton. What was the penalty? He is the head of uh, of our border. He's in charge of Homeland Security or whatever the wreck he is. In the meantime, another promotion for the Skellywood. The good news is it's not Ali Zaidi, not the old man, the kid. He's just important in the Biden administration, too, enriching Iran. Uh, Ryan, Chicago. John, how you doing, man? Good.
1: How are you, kid? Uh, I could be better, dude. It's,
2: it's hard to
11: uh, hard to focus at your corporate job when you know that your country is being invaded by by our own president.
2: It's hard because of where you are. And I mean that. Do you know how proud you'd be if you were in a state that was standing up to this mafia? You'd be proud as a peacock. You'd go to work with a smile on your face. The air would smell cleaner. The food would taste better. It'd be like Dayton, a good girl who was hot enough to be a stripper. Go
11: ahead. Amen. No, I, I feel you. And uh, I, I would like to you know, move my family down to, to Florida as soon as I can, but my, my job is tying me up here and
2: I know, brother, I know, but you are you sound like a young man. you got time on your side, kid. You'll be fine.
11: Thank you, Sean. Hey, have a great weekend, man. God bless you. You too, brother.
2: Uh, now let's go to somebody who doesn't have much time. Craig, I'm on Greenwood.
12: Sean, you're going to cut me short? Okay, here we go. I didn't Good cut you short. That these... was God.
2: You have to look oh, okay. up to me, hey, which is nothing to be proud of. Go ahead. Good
10: news for Texas, I'll tell you what. Nothing that this fascist government, federal agencies are doing, will stand up because um, the the Constitution and the law, first of all, the government, they're supposed to be doing the protecting. The fact that they dropped the ball and they're not doing the protecting of the Texas uh, uh, citizens and that... That state of Texas has every single right, according to the Constitution, to protect themselves and do it. So they're going to come up on the short end of the stick with this thing. Pay attention to the phrase,
2: Craig, because you're going to hear a lot more of it. You know, I think I started saying it a few years ago. And that phrase is a cold civil war that's heating up. That's exactly what's been going on in this country for at least 16 years. You could argue 25. But what has happened is there are states in this country that understand the culture of corruption that is accepted by people that are in Democrat regime-held hellholes, whether it's New York, New Jersey, Illinois, sadly, California. That's the saddest of them all. Illinois was always a mafia town. You liked your guys with the clout. You thought you were in the mafia because you got a pension. You're not even smart enough to be a good tramp, like uh, the the energy secretary, Granholm. At least Granholm made millions from front-running policies. What'd you guys make? A pension that half of the time when you collect it, you got one foot in a grave anyway. You're all 445 pounds. Mitchell in displays. Hey,
9: Sean. Uh, you know, this uh, Brandon Johnson has a lot of nerve dispensing advice to the Israelis. It's oh, like I love it. It's like asking O.J. Simpson to give insight about how to avoid killing your spouse.
2: Yeah, uh, or, or, Johnson- or or down here in Florida, I believe he opened up a marriage counseling business. But go ahead.
9: Yeah. Right. I mean, the fact of the matter is that you had two kids shot today, literally in the loop. So I recommend anybody who's in Chicago proper, just duck, because this idiot is feckless. He won't bring in the National Guard. And you got Fat Albert, OK, or Porky Pig, who sits on the sidelines and does absolutely nothing. So while the guns are firing off, he wants to basically celebrate the, 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 the St. Valentine's Massacre in retrograde. Do you hear what I'm saying here, Daddy-O?
2: I hear what you're saying, Daddy-O. I absolutely do. And, and and here's the thing you have to understand. The cat is out of the bag on exactly what the plan is. Everybody understands. This is the replacement theory. Everybody understands the people that could w- moved, and the people that can't are planning to. Everybody understands it. Because if you can't figure out what's happening to this city, then you're probably the, 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 the 95 out of 100 that can't read.
8: Kalili isn't laughing anymore. That's from when we caught up with him earlier this month.
11: They steal it from me over and over and over again.
2: feel like a nightmare. Today? The police keep said on their cars, serve and protect. I don't see anything. I'm- no, 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 no. Take it easy, you. Don't blame the police. Pay attention. Here's another guy that can't pay attention. The police have always done their job. It's the attorney generals, it's the prosecutors that do guts on ghoul. Where's Kim Fox? Beating the hell out of her husband. 312 642 5600
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on the Sean Thompson Show at AM 560. The answer. AM 560, AM 560. the answer. AM, AM. Ah.
2: There's a rumor out there, squirrel. There's a rumor, and we're going to address it. Gary in Chicago is going to help me. Gary in Chicago. Hey, how are you, sir? Good, Gary. I, I'm curious.
7: I'm always curious. Listen, I'm a, I'm a Reagan Republican, okay? So I miss the old days of politics. I'm yeah. just curious to know if you have an opinion on what I've been to believe, because I read everything both sides. My understanding is that Mitch McConnell was kind of dissing on Mike Johnson for not passing this bill that would shut down the border, uh, allegedly, allegedly, because Trump has said, let's not do that yet. Well, am I wrong or am I right?
2: Well, here's the that's the game. You're, well, you're right about the game. But I want to tell you it's a game. And, when, and I want you to be very comfortable. I am not a Republican. I am not. I only focus well, on you.
7: Well, actually, uh, I'm a, I'm a Trump hating, card carrying member of the Democratic Party.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. But here's the thing. <laughs> I could tell by your question and ask my producer. It's what I said. But here's the thing I want you to understand. This isn't about this nonsense that you're being entertained with. This is about fact, kid. Fact. And the fact of the matter is they have society where they've balkanized you. Oh, I like this. I hate that. I like this. I like. And nobody looks at the fact. Here's something that I'm sure you probably don't remember. I don't know how old you are.
10: Wait, wait, why
12: can't you answer this question? Because there
2: doesn't need to be one law. Not one law. ever has to be passed in this country again in fact what our politicians should do is strip do out you have an opinion on the
12: current bill though do you have an opinion on the current the bill the current
2: bill isn't a bill about our border security it's a bill about spending and bailing out government failure we do not need uh, one more law not one more dollar gary don't buy this game do you not remember do you remember bill clinton are you old enough to remember bill clinton when he was president
12: yeah i'm 60 years
2: sir. all right so you understand you remember this right gary all americans
4: Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace, as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do
2: more to stop it. He did that while stooping a 19-year-old intern. That's what the Democrats uh, well, right, used but, to believe. We
5: don't, have to, we don't have to, like, wait. wait
2: oh, wait. yes, we do, Gary. Don't give false virtue really? to these flawed people. Yes, yes, because you have to pull your head out of your derriere, kid. And realize what's going on here. You're being played like a fiddle. I know you're Trump hating a a, a Democrat, but do you remember when Trump was a Democrat? You remember when he gave Rahm Emanuel 50000 and hired Ed Burke? You remember when he gave Jesse Jackson campaign headquarters in Trump Tower? Then you loved him! I didn't. I didn't support him until he won with policies. till he created what was best for me and you. You don't want that anymore. In fact, we don't need one law. What we do need is a removal of 60% of the existing laws. These aren't bills that are new. This is funding to bail out the fact that they stole that money back in 1995 and they've been stealing it every day since. They do nothing, just like the city of Chicago, nothing for the quality of life among the people of Chicago, which is why, Gary, you may pretend that you're a lifelong Democrat, but you hate being a victim of incompetence and corruption as much as everybody. The difference is you think you're in on it. You're not. You're just the useful fool. Jim and Lyle.
13: John, for the yep. life of me, I consider your show a Chicago muckraker operation. both things that a lot of people don't cover. For the life of me, six months ago, I called in about how uh, Barack Obama won his first election. To the state senate in his Hyde park district on a technicality by knocking off a very popular woman named alice palmer yes on, on ballot ballot uh, signature violation, supposedly nobody ever questions him disenfranchising a black Republican, democrat why why doesn't anybody cover this it's it's there to be had it's the records <clears throat> are in the chicago board of elections
2: Well, Jim, for the same reason they don't question who who was the money behind Barack Obama, they don't care.
13: Nobody back then. No, he He was was hand payment.
2: Listen, he was handpicked by the short and the pants mafia, and he was cultivated and incentivized. And the property purchase of his home in Hyde Park is the greatest example of all. They assembled a lot that Tony Resco had his wife buy at the closing. It's impossible. It's impo- But in Chicago, anything's possible. After all, you have two sitting Cook County family judges on the Table of Wisdom LLC that is headed up by Ed Burke, and nobody wants to look at how much property they own, how many John, sections that, they They're fine. all in on the Tony Resco thing, like this guy Scott Goodman. I get
13: Goodman. the numbers on the Resco stuff, but why wouldn't a conservative outlet say, hey, Mr. Former President, whatever became of Senator Alice Palmer?
2: Because they're afraid that the Democrats who control the media will then look into who controls the marijuana distribution and the video gaming in Illinois. They got their own scams. God, I'm to protect. telling
13: you, there's a story for you to dig into. I'm telling you.
2: All right, we'll dig in. We'll dig in. But, but, but here's the thing, Jim. We broke all this stuff. When, I mean, I've been. March 90- how do you think I got the show? I called in with facts like this, and I was relentless. I mean, see, in 90- and I've been doing the, 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 the research. March, I know what kind of a scallywag he is. The March
13: 1996 primary. And that was tantamount to election because they don't run Republicans in Hyde Park.
2: Do you know what else is a scandal, Jim, that I think is... is, I mean, listen, they're both scandals, and it's hard to pick out which one is bigger. But how did judges, judges, and court employees release sealed documents of Ryan's divorce case? You know, remember Ryan ran against them?
13: David Axelrod.
2: They're scum. That's why I give them no quarter. I'll let the guy call in occasionally and... We'll 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 discuss some things with him, but at the end of the day, when he late like goes to bed at night, he has to sit down and say, "Wow, that was a good point. He's right. That's all. Let them at least know what they are. That's the difference between a real man gangster and these pansies. I grew up with real gangsters. They didn't tell you they were lawyers and they were businessmen. They told you what they are. And if you question him, you got your teeth kicked out in the parking lot. They were at least honest about being crooks, not like Chicago Democrats. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
0: Sean Thompson and this is the Sean Thompson show.
13: This looks like me everybody follow me we a
10: little controversy
2: My belief on foreign policy is very simple. Our government is corrupt. It's not just an example of waste, fraud, and abuse. In my opinion, the Pentagon not accounting for 50 cents out of every dollar is not only an example of thievery, but an insult to the warriors. That fight for our country.
7: We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old. According to some estimates, we cannot track 2.3 trillion dollars in transactions.
2: Since that time, we cannot share. When Rumsfeld made that confession, another report came out that has misappropriated. They cannot account for another 2.7 trillion dollars. That's six trillion dollars. Last month, a report came out that the Pentagon cannot account for 50 cents out of every dollar that it's given. My next guest knows this all too well. He is one of the warriors that was put to task by cowards. I can't wait to read the book. The book is titled Guns, Girls, and Greed. I was a Blackwater mercenary in Iraq. He is Morgan Lorette. Morgan, thank you for joining me. How are you?
7: I'm great. Thanks for having me, Sean. Appreciate it.
2: I'm mad I didn't know you because um, you know this is something that would have been a wealth of knowledge because I have always been suspicious, as you can tell of the fraud that is used in our foreign policy and is built upon fears that were mainly built on propaganda. You saw it firsthand, and you tried to do something about it. In fact, you were part of the group that was trying to blow the whistle to a certain extent um, with uh, Julian Assange, weren't you?
7: Yeah, well, I was I was on the other end of that. I was the one that was feeding intelligence to uh, Chelsea Manning, and that all went over to Julian Assange. So right. uh, it was it was a crazy time. I mean, I spent time in Iraq in oh three, oh four, oh five, and then again in nine and ten. And you could just you could hear the money just flying out the window into the burn pits that are causing all the veterans to have
2: cancer. It's so sickening. It is so sickening because it's almost the perfect crime. Nobody even talks about it. And we have the news scandal of Afghanistan, the billions of dollars of weapons, the the waste of American lives and effort. It's astonishing to me that this is still tolerated. And I'm wondering, did you have a a problem publishing the book?
7: Uh, You know, most people wouldn't touch it because it was you know, it says Blackwater and Blackwater's got the negative connotations around it. So yeah, it was not easy to find a publisher that would actually take this thing on. I mean, the shtick is that all these books about war are written by politicians and generals and journalists, and they all pat themselves on the back. And then what's lost to history is that ground perspective of combat. And that's what I did with this book. Is I said, let's, let's cut through the crap. I can tell you right now that Iraq was never going to make it because I was watching it on the ground while all these people kept talking about progress and progress and progress. There was no progress. They were always going to fight. The sectarian violence was always going to happen. And we wasted billions of dollars and lives and and veterans that are going to have problems for the rest of their lives for the stupid war that we couldn't win anyway.
2: And you know what's funny? The Wesley Clark confession. You heard his confession right on stage. Did you hear it? I did not hear that one. Oh, you're going to love this.
11: About 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and one of the generals called me and he said, sir, you got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, well, you're too busy. He said, no, no. He says, we've made the decision. We're going to war with Iraq. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He said, I don't know. (laughs) He said, I guess they don't know what else to do. I said, well, did they find some information connecting Saddam to al-Qaeda? He said, no, no. He says, there's nothing new that way. They just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments. So I came back to
10: see him.
2: That is so outrageous, so offensive. And you know, part of the reason I'm, I'm truly appalled by it is that I was behind it in the beginning. I bought it. And it was only through pain. Of course you did. I mean, you went there. And it was only through paying attention and having that love of country. And then there was something that clicked in my head. The year I was born, I had a relative killed in Vietnam. And a lot of my beliefs are built on exactly what that was about. And then you look into it all. And it all seems to be a pattern where there's profiteering on the backs of patriotism. You blind the society with the flag of patriotism. And you waste the connected kids. I could tell by the time I introduced you, you were not a senator's kid. Their kids never go away. And, and and I'm wondering how offensive this is to somebody like you, who changed the course of your life, because since you've got out, you've gone on what you might have went into in the very beginning after high school, haven't you?
7: I have. Well, I probably wasn't smart enough to do it right after high school, so it was best that I went and joined the military to get some skills and a little bit of uh, discipline in my life. But, yeah, I, it's, it's frustrating, especially... I mean, Afghanistan was more frustrating because we pay all this lip service to we're going there to free these people. And then it turns into we're going over there to for women's rights and to make sure kids go into school. And then you watch that, everything that you did, the people that we lost over there, some of my friends that we lost. And then you look back and you say, God dang, that wasn't worth it. Like, one, we were fed full of crap. And two, we just kept throwing you know, good money after bad, thinking that we were we were going to do something good over there. It just never happens.
2: And can I tell you, I, I, when Blackwater first appeared, I, was, I liked it because we were buying the tagline that our soldiers couldn't fire unless they were fired upon, and they came up with a way to, to kind of negate those regulations, and they came up with Blackwater and a very politically connected guy. Got the contract. I think it was like the first trillion dollar contract with the American government, if I'm not mistaken. I could be misremembering that. But there was another nefarious part of why Blackwater existed. They kind of kept the deaths, the injuries, the mayhem of you and your, your, your fellow soldiers. They kept that off the books through Blackwater, didn't they?
7: Oh, yeah, all the contractors that were over there didn't count as soldiers when they died or they got maimed. So what they did with private military companies is it allowed them to put one arm's distance, two arm's distance, three arm's distance away from the actual uh, government agency that was contracting it. So when something bad happened with Blackwater or any of the other PMCs, there was a ton of them over there, they could say, oh, that wasn't us." Oh, yeah. you know, a soldier didn't die, that was just a contractor. Oh, that was a bad apple. Always always terrible bad apples. And nobody's gonna raise their hand to say that's the bad apple that I just, you know, paid a billion dollars to contract.
2: Now of course there's no utopia on earth, and I don't I'm not trying to position myself to thinking that uh Iraq was a utopia. It wasn't. But there were a lot more people before we went in in Iraq than when we left. And my question is this what do you think? Would have happened had we not gone in Iraq. Do you think that the Middle East would have been in as much turmoil, worse or better than it is today? No,
7: I I think it would it would be better than it is today because yeah.
2: Saddam Hussein
7: was no Machiavellian, right? Like he is not this b- benevolent dictator. <laughs> dictator, sorry. He, no. he was a scumbag, right? But. Yeah. He was a scumbag that was able to keep Iran in check and be able to to make sure that his people were doing exactly what he wanted through an iron fist. And as soon as we took that out, you took 30, 40 years of sectarian violence that had been building up, where Saddam, who was in the minority, was ruling over the Shias in the majority. And the second that we put in a new government, it was Shia-controlled. That just opened up the floodgates for them to go ahead and fight each other because they've been they've been hankering for it for years. You just yes. couldn't do it under Saddam.
2: What was interesting to me is that early on, Saddam was kind of our guy, wasn't he? Oh yeah.
7: Yeah, he was definitely our guy. Like yeah. there's Rumsfeld over there with a picture of hanging out with Saddam in like the, the what early nineties.
2: So when you when you revisit this and you and you, you with the knowledge you have of on the ground knowledge, is there any is there any question in your mind that the American people are being fed total lies when it comes to the situation that took place in Iraq and to this day right now?
7: Oh, 100%. I and mean, Still being fed lies that uh, Ukraine was this amazing, you know, prosperous <laughs> democracy and we're saving it, right? Ukraine was one of the most corrupt countries, literally, like, you could see the data on it. And now yes. all of a sudden they were this, bastion of democracy, and we need to go send our money over there. And we're sending PMCs over there. We're actively funding PMCs in Syria, in the Ukraine, at the southern border. And we are paying these people to do things that the government doesn't want to put their hands on. And that propaganda comes back oh we're not down there yes yes we are we're just not down there with boots on the ground because reporters care about that
2: see and that's the that's the the problem of having entities that are in fact funded by the by the budget of the military because they can do that and just like when your fellow soldiers were killed or maimed it's just off the books and we don't really have a number this is something i've never seen though in the year 2024 the american people have no questions as to a casualty count I have, I, I have belief through research and news of Europe and the rest of it that this has been devastating to the ordinary Ukrainian, much like their government was since the fall of the Soviet Union, you could argue. But the reality is I think it's wiped out a generation of people. Is there any information that counters my suspicion?
7: No. Why would, they, why would they try to have that information to be able to come out? It doesn't make any
2: sense. Why are Americans so numb to it all? Because I'm dying to get to the part about greed. And the reason I say that to you is this is a Chicago show. And a Chicago Democrat mafia oligarch family who's been linked to scandals for generations is in charge of rebuilding Ukraine by the name of Pritzker. Now, she could be the most lovely Pritzker. She looks like Fred Flintstone. Her name is Penny. And she was uh Barack Obama's Commerce Secretary. And she was in charge of, of numerous frauds and scandals. Uh, how much money do you think we're talking about and the idea that we're giving it to Ukraine—we're not really giving it to Ukraine. It's a money laundering scheme where we give it to our guys, and they buy our military weapons, and it goes into our pockets, but not ours—the people, the oligarchs, correct?
7: Oh, absolutely. It, you could you could see when I would go and talk to generals, and this was when I was there in '09 and '10. All these generals were buying houses over in Jordan because they knew that when we left, that Iraq was going to collapse. So the money is is getting to you know their ministry of whatever, their ministry of fraud. And it's absolutely going to these oligarchs that are that are taking advantage of the ability for us to give them free stuff and then they get to sell it going forward. I mean that's a that's a great business model if you can get it.
2: Now did you ever see, you know, because I've never talked to somebody who served in Iraq so much. I mean how many times were you there? You were there from 03 to 09? Or I was
7: there in 03 for the ground offensive, and then back again in 04, 05, and then back again in 9 and 10. So I should have bought property out there. Well,
2: um, that's what I was going to ask you about the Biden home. Because uh, James Biden was, was linked to a contract for $1.5 to build Iraqi homes. Did you ever see a Biden home in Iraq? <laughs> no. No? No. I, I'm figuring it was oh, like Pulte, no. like a nice craftsman style, you know, brick driveway. No? Yeah. Doesn't exist? All right. Nice nice subdivision kind of yeah. like in Melrose. Yes, exactly. And here's another thing. There is uh seems to be a lot of these um Middle Eastern theocrats. The 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 kind that cause all the mayhem and trouble and kill their own people. They all seem to be living very uh high on the hog in Qatar. Uh, is this something that has always taken place where the upper echelon of the military when things get spicy they move out and in the meantime the people who were blind by their own false sense of patriotism or sharia religious zealot zealotry are just left behind to die and fight
7: yeah you're seeing that with hamas right those, yeah. those guys are living living large and their people are literally dying um but that's it's, it's pretty normal for those types of governments in the middle east especially the ones that um have enough oil but don't have enough to where everybody gets to be rich like kuwait Saudi yes. Arabia, those guys have too much oil. All those citizens are rich. Iraq just doesn't have enough oil to be able to do that. So the people on the top are absolutely skimming as much as they can. That oil for food program that we paid into in the 90s yes. built some of the nicest palaces and the nicest pools I've ever swam in in my life.
2: At least you got to swim in it. Most of the people didn't. Uh, But the good news is this. We've covered the guns, right? It's a money laundering scheme of we pretend to give them money for weapons. We buy it from the companies. that put our corrupt politicians on the board. They make millions, and the the beat goes on. We covered the greed. We've linked the fact that they are politicians and profiteers of policy. What about the girls? Where do the girls come in?
7: So there were three topics of conversation for every GI that went over there, and male dominated. Uh, dominated Blackwater guns. What kind of guns are you using? What kind of optics girls? I mean, that one's kind of self-explanatory. Everybody <laughs> wants to talk about girls, either the girl at home or the girl you're going to find on the way home yeah. uh, before you get home. And yeah. then greed was how much money we were making, right? Like we, we were enamored by the amount of money. I was 23 years old making 550 to $600 a day. Like that's crazy money.
2: And no taxes.
7: Well, I did have to pay taxes. A lot of those Blackwater guys were like, oh, I'm overseas. I don't have to pay taxes.
2: And then five years oh. later, the IRS caught up with them and said, oh, no, oh. you owe us 300 grand. Yeah, the poor so. guys. Now they're, probably, the guy. now they're probably bankrupt. But I'll tell you what. I love the fact that you've been doing I mean, you've been telling the truth about this since you were over there. And it's really a perspective that I think is trying to be intimidated, redacted. And uh, I, I, I'm just I'm I'm not surprised, but I'm. So proud that you had the courage to continue to write it down in a book. The name of the book is Guns, Girls, and Greed. Morgan Lariat, where can the people go to buy it? Where do you prefer they go and buy it? Because I hate the idea you get skimmed for 30%. Where do you want them to go buy
7: it? I mean, that's just the paradigm I'm in right now. So go to Amazon and order it up. I know it's $30, and that's a killer because I bought this book like six months ago for $30, and it sucked, and I only read three chapters. That is not this book. This book starts where I'm bonzying down the road in a Humvee with the windows down, and a car comes up, and I'm like, "Crap, I think it's gonna blow us up," and I shoot out the tire. Like it is a wild ride, and it's hilarious to be honest with you, because that's what you miss in all these politicians and generals books. They are, oh, Third Brigade went to the left of Fallujah. Who gives a crap about that? Like I'm on the ground. You know what? Going I, what, through the conversations that we had.
2: What I love about you too is when you got back. What you did with your life, you received a Master's of International Banking and Finance from Tufts University. You assisted the FBI in convicting Matt Marshall of fraud in 2022 by debunking his proof that he worked for the CIA. I mean, I love that about you, and you make me want to go home and uh, slap my own kids. Thank you very much, though, for doing, <laughs> doing everything you do. I mean, really. And I can't wait to read the book. I'm going to buy it, but I'm going to ask you to sign it. We got a deal?
7: Oh, 100%. I'll I'll sign it and I'll put whatever you want in there, you know. Thanks thank you. for
2: being my battle buddy. <laughs> no, I don't want to fraud anybody. No. I had enough. I got enough of those back in Melrose Park. But thank you very much, Morgan Lariat. I appreciate it. Really. Thank you very much right. for coming on. We'll be Thanks, back I with... appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. <laughs> AM 560. The answer.
2: American foreign policy, a money laundering system that couldn't pass an audit if we gave it 10 years to get their books in order because they're stealing the fracking money. Cowards! In control of warriors. When Biden put his
12: hand on the Bible and swore in three years ago, he inherited the most battle-hardened military the United States has ever seen. We fought a 20-year continuous war with an all-volunteer military, and that wasn't on accident. People actually trusted the United States of America after 9/11. An entire generation was galvanized to go and fight. I did quite a few combat deployments. I don't really know many GWAT veterans that just did one or two. Most of us were repeat offenders. And so, what Biden has done in the last three years has been nothing short. of absolutely destructive, but also spectacular. The first thing he did when he came in was he said, hey, you guys have been fighting for the last 20-plus years. I don't trust you. I think if you voted for the other guy, you might be a Nazi or a white supremacist. and We have to do this extremist stand-down. And then the vaccine mandate. Hey, take this shot or I will kick you out of the military. And then we watched Afghanistan implode under his incompetence. And as
2: General Kellogg said, no one was held accountable for that. Now, that Green Beret warrior... Is almost got at 100%. He's about 98. The other 2% come in when you realize he was bribed by the Communist Party and oligarchs in the former Ukraine to destroy not just the principles of our nation and bastardize our economy, but to weaken and destroy our military while strengthening our adversaries. Who is that? What was that guy's name? Ali Zaidi, Pakistani-born lawyer. Involved in the Biden Energy Department and his father, Pakistani maritime scandal-ridden with allegiance to Iran. I'm sure it's a coincidence. He probably doesn't talk to his sonny boy, just like Joe Biden and Hunter don't talk. wonder how long it'll take the forever-bothering Italians to figure that one out. Huh, morons? Barrick and Joliet.
12: Hey, Sean, thank you for what you do,
2: sir. Uh, I
12: didn't think I could be more ticked off than when your guest was speaking, and I called in, but then I heard Rand Paul, and I heard your last 30 seconds, and I'm just – I don't know if I'm about to burst into tears or pull over and just punch a tree, but I can't No, don't do that. Don't do that. Go ahead. and pet I just your can't stuff. believe – no, I meant with my fist, not my beautiful <laughs>
2: truck. But right, I can't ahead.
12: believe that we are – we just – feed these kids into these war chipping machines, you know, like a wood chipper and and we do it war after war. And we see the things that you talked about that Biden has done and that Obama has done. And then that these others have done during these wars, the way they profit on their stocks, the way they profit on kickbacks. And then as the American people, we watch these kids come home in boxes with flags over them and, and, and with limbs hanging off and we let them keep doing it. And if you listen to Black Sabbath from 1970 or 71, the song War Pigs says it all. And yeah. that song is four years younger than
2: me, and we keep putting up with it. Rick, this is something, you know, if you, if you knew anybody from Vietnam, you really, when you start to investigate it, you talk about it. You re- realize the government started it on a lie with the Gulf of Tonkin and the rest of it. And the profiteering that went on and continues to go on. And the cowards. Like Dick Cheney, coward, like Dick Cheney, who made billions. Do you know his house where he lives? Most people will never even visit a palace like that. It would make Saddam Hussein feel at home. He kick his shoes off and go to the bathroom in his gold toilet. They make billions and billions, and bi- it's just disgusting. And for some reason, Sean, I, the Democrats support I, I, it. They love it. Yeah, you
12: know, and, and I, you know, like you. Uh, You know, my blood pressure is through the roof now because, like you, I initially supported it. I was like, let's get over there and and, and stop this stuff where it is. And I realized it was never there.
2: Rick, it's like a 120 Life commercial. I don't know if it's the beetroot or hibiscus, but it'll lower your blood pressure. In the meantime, just relax and understand more and more people, believe me, whether they admit it or not, they understand exactly what's going on. Now, the question is, this is the year to stop it. it. Thank you, brother. This is the year to stop it. It's so the year to stop it. And the idea that you're still playing Republicans and Democrats? Here, what do you want to be, what do you want to be accosted by? You want to be accosted by uh, the Republican?
7: We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. We cannot share information from floor to floor in this building because it's stored on dozens of different...
14: And here's the One of the things that Congress has given U.S. aid since this full-scale invasion began is an unprecedented amount of money Mm -hmm. in direct budget support, which sounds kind of obvious. Of course, we would do that. We want to stand with Ukraine. But it's totally unprecedented, this kind of scale of investment. And we're talking along the lines of about $15 billion dollars in, in a sense, cash to the mm-hmm. Ukrainian government, mm-hmm. which was famously corrupt, mm-hmm. you know, in the,
2: They in knew the, it! Past. They knew it! They don't care about the 400 million, they don't care about the 30 million in the suitcase. But here's the other thing. There are American lives that are forever changed. There are. But one thing you can bank on, the people who are killed in the foreign countries, they're not the power players either. They're in Qatar, in a luxury penthouse with strippers and blow, like, uh, like uh, Victor Bout playing that silly music. In the meantime, what about the actual mayhem and the people that die?
3: We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price
8: worth it? I think this is a very hard choice. But the price, we think the price is worth it.
2: Madeleine Albright, Democrat states person. You could say man. She could fit the bill. Bob in Wisconsin.
11: Hey, Sean, you're the benchmark of bold broadcast on the remaining free
2: airways. Thank, oh, you. thank you. That's a great compliment. Thank you, bud.
11: Well, hey, I had to think about it a little bit, what it means when I listen to you every day and hear... The things that I can barely tolerate listening to. I tell you, when you're playing some of these liars, I mean, I almost want to mute it, but I'm worried I'll miss what you say, and that cracks me up. Thank you, babe. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, Toshi Hitoshi, our friend from uh, Taiwan called up, and he was so excited. He was up all night, and I told him you should call, and he goes, no, I'm a precinct captain or the equivalent here in Taiwan. And they were working for the pro-Taiwan re-election of the president there. Well, something happened they didn't expect was because the pro-Chinese were really gaining a lot of power until it came out that that Pelosi lady, um, you know, whose husband enjoys hammers rectally... Um, Allegedly. I think it's, same. it's close. It's, it's, sorry, an easy, it's an easy mistake. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead. I didn't
11: mean to malign him <laughs> on the airways in public. You know, Go I'll ahead. do it privately later. Yeah. But anyway... They found out that she spent more time with the pro-Chinese and cutting deals and trying to work, you know, stuff that you and I would be just humiliated by an American senator being in a country representing the president of the United States and us, and she's going to back down and back
2: out and support
11: the enemy of an ally in an election?
2: It's not like we're now, Bob, I'm going to make you feel good and
11: Manchurian candidate. You know?
2: yeah, I'm going to make you feel good, though. At least you're in Wisconsin here in Illinois. Their tax dollars <laughs> go to go to fluff up a Chinese communist front company that pretends to make EV batteries. So it could be worse, kid. <laughs> Re- try to try to focus on the half full. Thank you very much. That whole Taiwan, China thing. Very interesting. Very interesting. And it reminds me of Hong Kong. But notice how no one talks about Hong Kong. It's like it never really existed. That's what communists do. They destroy bastions of freedom, bastions of liberty, and then it's like it never happened. There was a time, you wouldn't believe this, girl. Venezuela was a rich country, had all kinds of people making money. Now we just got guys over here breaking into notebook. Jerry, Western Burbs.
11: Hey, Sean, you're talking about Taiwan there. So who was the... Uh the brainchild of having all these semiconductors produced over in Taiwan. Number two, military, uh, they can't recruit anybody now, so we're bringing in a few million folks from somewhere else. And our boy Dick Durbin feels like it would be a good idea if we could get those guys in the military. I'll hear your comment. Have Have a good night,
2: my man. You too, brother. Thank you. There's a contempt for America, the Democrat Party. It really has, has a philosophy of Saul Alinsky, has had for decades. They understand? When you see what you see happening now, it's all been in the works for decades. You see, the Democrats have been telling you quietly, this isn't America. We stole it. We're going to give it back one way or another. That's what's going on. And they solve two other problems. First thing is people recognize it. They get the hell out of Democrat areas. And then they would lose congressional seats and the rest of it. But there's another one. The more bankrupt you are in this country, for some reason, the more money you get. These areas are completely bankrupt. I don't care which one you want to talk about. Pick a Democrat area from coast to coast. Bankrupt. Now, what do they have? The false virtue of helping people. And everybody forgets about the Americans that have been homeless, kicked out of their house, had their property bought at a tax auction by judges and an alderman. The Table of Wisdom, LLC. Now it all goes under the rug.
8: You know, with this wide open border, one of the things that is concerned to us is the way these blue cities that are losing population are welcoming illegal immigrants into their community. Now, why are they doing this? It is because when you get to the census, what they need is people who are going to replace the people That have chosen to vote with their feet and leave these cities.
2: Do you know, scroll, side note, sidebar, let me digress a little bit. When I lived in Illinois, I never filled out a census, never. And I would never let anybody in my family fill it out because I understood it's a money laundering scheme. They're not interested in who you are and where you live. It's about being a name and a number. So, the corrupt political short in the pants whores can get paid.
8: So, to the big blue cities, big blue states, sanctuary cities, this means keeping congressional seats and keeping federal dollars. So, I'm so appreciative that Senator Haggerty is pushing forward, bringing this legislation and calling it. And
2: that's part of the game. Doesn't matter! Because the illegitimate traitor and thief, the unelected Dimwitted in diapers, can simply veto it. That's why, as the cold Civil War heats up, it's good news today. Today's a good day. Don't be aggravated. 26 well-run, honest states decided to side with Texas. Now, we don't want to go to war. Let's just have a divorce. I don't want to get along with you thieves anymore. You're good at nothing. And you're good for nothing. 312-642-5600.
0: Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer.
2: Boy, honey, bunny she got me some really good clips, and not just the one where we prove beyond the shadow of a doubt, not that we have to, that Joe Biden is unfit.
5: Let's go late and the world. For Muslim, for, we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem al and, and, and Joan, Shanga, Shanga, cool.
2: Ah, whatever. Come on, you're a traitor anyway. You sold out there, grasshopper to Xi Jinping. In the meantime... We always knew that they know exactly what's right. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding
5: the reporting of illegal immigrants and, in fact, provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps. In, in the dumpster stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is, you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed even to even enforce the existing so law. So, Senator Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. You, okay. We all agree on the need
7: to better secure the border and punish employers who choose to hire
6: illegal immigrants
2: uh, you know, we yes are- we can hope and change how's it working out for you greg and rogers park greg hi how you doing good
11: listen Go real quick i need to get a word out there's an evil rotten representative up here in lincoln park called margaret coke and she acts like she's this holier than now catholic she goes to church prays tells everyone she's a wonderful catholic her voting record on abortion and transmutization of children is abhorrible. Margaret Greg, Proke, Croke, C-R-O-K-E. she got to be voted out. She's a rich witch.
2: What party is she registered with? Uh, what is it? She's in the Lincoln Park. She's yeah, a representative but what part, of Lincoln Park. What party is she represented with? A Democrat. There you go. Till people start to understand, it is an admission of being a mafia crook. Simple not a political party you think because she's catholic come on she hit her mother in the face with a shovel if she was standing on a campaign contribution rich indian Head park
9: Hey, sean how you doing tonight
2: wonderful how are you
9: Sean? we talked about it yesterday i i, I just can't wait to get the uh, people together to be a member of a third party and i'll tell you why it's uh there's people that serve 20 years in prison for crimes that they don't commit they don't get nowhere near 83 million dollars and this uh Self-serving nuts job. They award Schizophrenic,
2: her 80, lunatic, go ahead.
9: 80 to $83 million. Yeah. And the judges influenced the jury to prepare, uh, to order that kind of money. So the people that we need to get together are the people that bank Abbott, all the people in the 26 states that are backing them.
2: It's people exciting, like Rich. This Lake. is an exciting time. This is truly exciting. This is heating up the civil war that's existed cold. These are the states that want to abide by principles, that want to have laws, want to put a restraint on not just government, but on the corruption that is government versus the Democrats. It's splendid. And after all, they're so superior. I mean, we all see how they live. We get it.
5: Uh, Let's take that video
7: full if we can. That from one of our producers on the scene there. You can see they are under
6: the L tracks there. Uh, That is just a Friday afternoon in
8: Chicago pissed off. With his two Chicago stores hit seven times since Christmas Day.
2: You guys don't need us. You're all sophisticated. You're educated. You got all the answers. Let my people go. Just separate. We have the technology. We'll take our share of the debt. And in 10 years, we'll buy your bankrupt asses back. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park
0: to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This
13: looks like job for me, so everybody
2: just follow me, because we need a little controversy. The national debt without me, say, in September like of 2001. Me, so was $3.3 trillion. It is now times by 10. Bipartisan White House, bipartisan Senate, bipartisan Congress. There is no talk to curb spending, let alone pay off the debt. Why isn't there a formula that politicians are putting forward to not only stop bankrupting our nation, but to apply a future with hope? Not even talk of any plan to pay off the debt, let alone stop the spending. Well, it's not going to come from Washington, D.C. It'll come from independent minds, experts in the field of economics, like my next guest. My next guest is a policy advisor for the Heartland Institute. He's also an independent economist who's a member of think tanks in this country, Australia, and many others. He is Darren Nelson. Darren, thank you for joining me. How are you?
7: Good, good. Thanks for having me.
2: Um, this is particularly upsetting because there is no such thing in my opinion as a debt there is just a guarantee of future taxation it will become the weapon that is used against generations in perpetuity which is why it's advantageous for a government to accumulate massive amounts of debt the question is do the people want it to stop and should do they have the information to apply to make it stop in your opinion ah well those are two
15: <laughs> two uh, hard uh, separate questions um I think uh, we finally have, you know, through the report that's just come out um, by me to the Heartland Institute, um, I not only give a solution, but obviously I start out by kind of setting out in more detail, you know, what the problem is and, and you know, where it comes from and all that. I mean, you talk about debt. Um, definitely debt, um, it, it certainly encourages tax increases. But the other thing it does is it encourages a lot of money printing. You know, often they don't even, um, nowadays you might notice that the Democrats, for instance, aren't really pushing all that hard for tax increases um, because their new weapon, if you like, to to harm the average American is through printing way too much money.
2: There's an arbitrage that's available that the average citizen is unaware of. There's a lot of money in printing debt out of thin air because you don't print it like the old days. You actually click it in a mouse. So you've got all kinds of scandalous schemes whether it's reverse repo or whatever, bank-to-bank, bank, or giving them collateral uh, prices that are unreasonable and allowing them to loan 100% on an asset that's lost 25%. So you've got a lot, of, a lot of backdoor policies that are enriching the people who go along with it. Sadly, it's banks and hedge funds. But is there still an appetite to acquire American debt when we are on this path of not just parabolic debt but a path of bankruptcy? After all, we're accumulating $1.2 billion an hour in debt, uh, there's no talk of actual revenue because you can't separate the revenue from the spending anymore. It's appearing as revenue, right?
13: Uh,
15: well, yeah, yes, and no. Um, uh, so what, what what they're doing is, I mean, you mentioned some of it. Um, it's actually kind of quite a bit worse than that. I mean, my my paper doesn't spend you know a lot of time on sort of, you know, the the monetary sort of aspects. But since, you know, that's actually one of my areas of, you know, sort of interest and and I guess, you know, to some extent, expertise. So what what happens um, is, and and this is not, you know, some sort of weird conspiracy theory um, because, you know, for instance, the Bank of England, which is the very first central bank in the world, and the Federal Reserve basically does the same sort of thing. They wrote these great papers um, that set out exactly how money is created um, and, um, you know, for the, the impression that most people have is, you know, like, Oh, you know, someone sticks you know, a dollar of savings in, and that could potentially be, be lent out. It's actually not that actually what happens is that dollar that may come in from savings, you can, the, the banks can actually create another $9 out of thin air.
2: Yeah, so it's Fractional, as, you know, fractional lending.
15: Yeah. Fractional reserve banking, you know, yeah. that they call that and, or lending, um, so you know that that plus you know the central banks themselves you know will um, obviously give money off, give money to the big banks um, through their process, and and sadly launder a lot of it through the federal treasury. Um, you know th- this just you know is actually a far bigger danger, if you like, than um than taxes in many ways. Mm-hmm. But to get back to my paper, this is all you know mainly driven, particularly since you know you know the the meltdown in two thousand and eight. Um, You know, they're basically the lending and the money creation is really to prop up government spending and in particular the U.S. Um, And, you know, sort of when I looked at this, even I was kind of surprised to realize how bad the U.S. government has been, as you mentioned, bipartisan over at least since, you know, 1970, probably going further back. But the statistics aren't that great going past, you know, going further back from 1970. They were actually worse than the European Union. (laughs) You know what
2: you're saying? That. <laughs> well, this is the part that I think people need to be made aware of. This, to me, is not an accident. You know, and I don't care if it's called a conspiracy or whatever it is, be, because there's something people have to realize, that government is not incentivized to succeed and deliver. Otherwise, they would. Because the formula is there. Tell us about the formula you've discovered to control spending and pay off the debt. And then, I, you know, I know you can't give me a reason as to why it's not even being bantied about, about by anybody let alone a politician who can do something about it. So tell me what you would propose had you had the magic wand.
7: Yeah, look, um,
15: uh, you mentioned that, you know, I, I work, um, you know, sort of in the U S and Australia in particular, um, I'm a dual citizen of both countries, family, both places, all that. Um, so, you know, in Australia, I did a lot of sort of you know, public utilities, um, pricing and, um, the, the sort of approach they use there in particular is this thing called CPI minus X. So, you know, CPI gives you kind of inflation so the utilities can kind of, you know, put up their prices by inflation, but they got the minus X, um, which then, you know, depending on how efficient or inefficient they are, can then make, you know, so that they actually get, you know, actual spending cuts over time. Now, utilities are nowhere near as inefficient as, say, the U.S. federal government. So, you know, I applied the CPI minus X to the federal government, and lo and behold, it's super inefficient. And thus, I can actually objectively, you know, cut down their spending. And, and actually, in reality, I'm, I'm, you know, giving them free presidential terms to do it. Um, but eventually, it cuts it down 50% um, back to 2008 levels. And that's actual, you know, dollars, Think- you know, not some trickery.
2: Darren, it... it- the way the system is set up, it doesn't need a representative republic anymore. They've built growth into the actual system, whether you call it baseline budgeting or whatever the case is. We've, we've incentivized these bureaucracies and the government writ large to blow through the money because when they do, we have a built-in increase and this has been known for decades and the people want it to stop we've sent politicians there to stop but just like a back room in chicago they laugh at the people and they do whatever the hell they want can't we just win that argument let's just stop the automatic increase
15: yeah well look that that's, that's what um, we're trying to do here with you know with the seat guy minus x um it, it also solves a lot of this ridiculous you know um political theater that you get, you know, with, with, you know,
2: continuing resolutions
15: shutdowns, and all the rest, but, but, but you're right. Um, this, it, so the main thing that CPI minus X says is if you can get it in place, and obviously there's, you know, a bunch of politics and, and influencing that needs to be done to make, you know, to make that happen. But if you get it in place, it's just automatic, you know, like basically every year the budget's going to go down, you know, and, and this will be allocated across 10 different policy areas. And you know, there's agencies that sit underneath that, and they're just going to have to meet it. You know, they'll have a cap basically, and that's fine. You know, propose what you you want to do underneath that cap, um, but you're going to get a cap, and everybody will get a haircut. Now, they don't all get the same haircut. Um, interestingly enough, you know, defense will get the you know the least haircut, if you like, um, but and welfare will get kind of a medium level haircut, and things like cronyism will get the biggest haircut.
2: Good. Good. It's about time we put these guys out of work because it's a scam. But the other thing that I, I, I've always wanted to know, what is the Federal uh, Reserve, what is their profitability every year?
12: Uh, well, look,
15: um, apparently, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a, a huge expert on this, but um, I, I will point people to, uh, you might be familiar with this website and
2: this this uh, think tank. You're familiar with the, the Mises Institute? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Back yeah, when they were so called Mises. the von Mises, I don't know why they dropped the von, but go ahead.
15: <laughs> sure, That's true. They actually used to have the whole name Ludwig von Mises. I, guess, I
2: love it. Come on, we need uh, a von. Makes people nervous. Go ahead.
15: So, so anyway, the Mises M I S E S dot org. They've been doing some. You know, they they've been on top of you know sort of the Federal Reserve. Um, I, I noticed that um, when I was waiting to get online with you guys that you had a, a an ad from Ron Paul. So Ron Paul's, you know. One of the people who helped start the Mises Institute. So, um, so anyway, they got some great stuff on the Federal Reserve. Apparently, has been running losses actually, um, and um, so you know, people can pop on to Mises.org, look up you know Federal Reserve losses pretty quickly, and you know, kind of kind of kind of read where that's at, and you know what are the kind of you know what are the potential consequences for that over time, um, but you know the, the Federal Reserve. You know, as I understand, you know, they've they've got, you know, people who are, you know, I'm not sure if you've talked about this. I imagine you have, you know, modern monetary theory.
2: Yes. Yes.
15: Yeah. So they're, they're now kind of embracing that, you know, at least at you know, kind of the top levels, you know, maybe not everywhere like in the St. Louis Reserve and other places. But, you know, for the most part, they're being driven by this, you know, completely ridiculous idea of MMT.
2: You know, I, I have a question for you because I've, I've felt like this for, for decades, and I, I remember um, the Reagan years. I was uh, in high school uh, during the, the first part of them and graduated in the middle of it. And there was, there was a misnomer that has happened since his presidency, this idea that the way to curb inflation is to raise rates. I find it amazing that the American people tolerate. The Federal Reserve, an entity, comes out and says, we're going to bankrupt you, the massive majority of you, in order to control your ability to acquire things. And through that, we're going to control prices and bring it down. That's the exact opposite of our own history. Paul Volcker, whose real name is Adolf, his first name, I I, I love the fact that they dropped Adolf Volcker, was a Jimmy Carter guy. He wasn't a Ronald Reagan guy. Ronald Reagan got in and cut rates and lowered Inflation. He cut rates and he freed regulation and he allowed the people to become uh, part of the economy in a massive group of numbers. How has this current group of politicians and media been allowed to rewrite that very history? Is it just that there's so few guys that are aware of what actually was the remedy to destroy the 1970s inflation, which nearly bankrupted 80 percent of the country?
15: Ah, uh, yes. Um, so you're not a fan of Volcker? Is that, is that, uh... I don't like
2: Volcker. I think he's a fraud. First of all, he was hired by Jimmy Carter, who thought oil was going to expire in 35 years. But the other thing is, he rode the coattails of an idea he didn't have. He wanted to continue to raise rates or keep them at high levels. It was Ronald Reagan and his understanding of Austrian economics that said, no, 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 we're going to cut rates. And that's always left out of the Reagan years and the Reagan economy that you could argue lasted until George Bush and and, uh, and uh, the intern molester Bill Clinton bastardized it through the Community Reinvestment Act. But the reality is they cut rates. They allowed more people to participate in the economy, not fewer. And the idea that in the year 2024 we admit we're going to make things very hard for people. We're going to make it so more people have to go on welfare and become part of the dole. I find that offensive.
15: Yeah, look, and interestingly enough, um, and obviously you also remember that um, – you know, into the 90s, you know, um, obviously uh, Clinton in his first two years wanted to move away from sort of, you know, the things that made America successful under Reagan. And to, to be honest, um, George Sr. was kind of... Was terrible? A good economic manager.
2: Terrible. He was terrible. Yeah, yeah. He, was,
15: he was pretty bad. And, yeah. and But, you know, to Clinton's credit, in terms of, like, he obviously doesn't have any principles, but when Newt Gingrich came in, you know they did work together and they kind of went back to kind of at least you know on the economic side i'm putting putting aside clinton's social policies and all that sort of stuff
2: no he was you know, great they, economically
15: yeah yeah they went back to kind of reagan type policies um you know particularly on uh, you know and they kept spending you know they, they weren't awesome on spending but they were a lot better than what we've seen in the 21st century under george w um obama uh obviously biden but but also, sadly, and I wouldn't put this on Trump. You know, I put this more on on Paul Ryan and his Congress, his do-nothing Congress. Yes. Um, you know, they, they just didn't tackle spending either. And you know, the thing with spending, you know, will give you kind of a little bit of, a, you know, the economics of spending. I mean, obviously, sure, it, it certainly puts the pressure on to raise taxes. Um, but spending itself, um, you know, distorts the economy. Like, it, it pushes the private sector out of the way. You know, if you have government, you know, using up more resources, you have less private sector, which then puts upward pressure on
12: prices.
15: Um, you know, it basically crowds out the private sector it increasingly does. so. Oh, and, and, then- and, and,
2: and that's where you're an expert in Chicago policy. And, and to me, Darren, that's the goal. That's the difference. You know, listen, I think Bill Clinton is a loathsome roach of a human being. I I call his wife the Duchess of Chaffington. There's no question about it. But the beauty of that self-enriching, self-aggrandizing fraud is that he wanted to succeed because he knew it made the other scandals go away. So the, the thing that I'll compliment him on is economically he wanted to succeed. And that's why he was pliable. He, he knew he was selling a, a line of bull dung with the Keynesianism soiree that grabbed hold bipartisan and was, was adopted by Bushes and the rest of it. But he wanted to succeed, and I think that's the difference between yesteryear and the modern-day Chicago Marxist mafia member. They understand that failure is their ally, and that's why it's their goal. And I think I, my concern is, there are enough of the Bush Republicans and Paul Ryan Republicans to go along with it, and I'm wondering if you think we can come up with this simple formula of CPI minus X, and prove me on the shadow of a doubt without an argument. This works. Let's do it.
14: You know,
15: it's not you know sort of opinion based. It's basically what what it does is you know this minus X thing is basically benchmarking the federal government itself. Like where did it ever get cuts since 1970? It also benchmarks the 50 states, you know, where did they get cuts? And it also benchmarks, you know, a handful of, of um, countries like Australia, Japan, Israel, the European Union, and some others. And, and basically that goes into objectively coming up with the cuts over time, you know. And it also gives, you know, you don't have to have this ridiculous debate of like, you know, well, you know, defense versus welfare. Everybody gets a cut, right? Um, cause, so you know, what is
2: the value of X? What is the minus?
15: there's 10, there's 10 X's because there's 10 policy areas. Um, but you know, it, it, um, essentially, you know, I think the CPI ends up being something like, um, you know, 5% and the X factors are bigger than, than that 5%. And like I said, you know, like there'll be, you know, a less of a cut for things like defense and there'll be a bigger cut ultimately for things like, you know, the crony capitalism, the subsidies of renewable energy and all their buddies basically. Yeah. And, um, and it takes, you know, like I said, it, you know, by 2038, this is pretty doable. You know, by 2038, instead of us having, you know, sort of a 13 trillion dollars spending budget, you know, it's it's back to something like 2008 levels, which would be more like four trillion. Right? Yeah. Do you re- and, and currently, it's about eight trillion.
12: You know.
15: Do you
2: re- do you remember when Bush came out after the collapse and said, "I have to break the rules of capitalism to save it"? It was at that point. That I said nothing will ever be the same. I think that was the pinpoint of the bastardization of what I disagreed with called Keynesianism. You would offend even John Maynard Keynes, who was hard to offend. Um, but you, you would offend even his principles, and we need something to get back on track. So you're at the Heartland Institute. Where can they get a breakdown of X? Because it's you know it's one thing to talk about it. I, I I want the people to be able to go somewhere and actually learn about it. Where do you recommend they go?
12: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
15: Heartland, which is you know, Heartland.org. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll pr- you'll probably see it right away in the home page. You know, it's kind of one of the big new reports mm-hmm. out. But if not, just, you know, simply put, you know, CPI with a minus sign X. And, yeah. um and, and then, yeah, it, it's, you know, like it's about a 25-page report. And it will give you all, the, you know, if someone really wants to see some of the details and, you know, look, you know, what are the X factors and, and how do I come up with them and all that, it's all mm-hmm. there.
2: Now, Darren Nelson, the only way I'm going to get to a think tank is as a waiter. Do you actually wear the sport coats with the elbow patches and smoke pipes, or are you a bunch of regular guys that know how to fix things?
15: I think we're kind of of regular guys. I've never had that outfit that you just described.
2: Uh, Very good. Well, if I ever take in your order one day, I can't wait to have a conversation face-to-face. He is Darren Nelson. Thank you so much for making time out of the Heartland Institute to come on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you, Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show
0: on AM560. The Answer. AM560. The Answer.
2: It's Friday. I thought you were going to go with a little Victor Bump. Party like a Ukrainian lobbyist. Nanette Glenview. Hey,
9: how are you, Sean?
2: Good, Nanette. Are Are you the Nanette... From Mulrose Park that I knew?
9: No. actually it was from Roseland.
2: All right. Very, uh, fair enough. No, never, never knew. Not All the right. same than that. All right. Good.
9: But, uh, yeah. The reason why, uh, you know, my experience is I grew up on the south side. Our families fled the south side because of crime. And then I end up in the Gold Coast for 30 years. I leave there because of crime. I go to Andersonville. We finally get burglarized um, oh. during the day. And... The reaction of my neighbors was, oh, well, um, you know, I'm not going to go on to what they said. But it was a very re- li- liberal reaction, how much they get. Nobody, and that's when we decided to leave. The cops told us, there's no one to protect you anymore. You've got to get big dogs and guns. So, um, <laughs> I mean, Good now advice. when I talk to people now who are living there, and they are, the city's not coming back. You saw what happened with Brandon Johnson. Um, when they, the, here you had a logical person, Paul Ballard, talking about a path back to prosperity and quality of life, and they rejected that. And there's no outrage. The people that loved that city have either passed away or moved away and gave up on it. Um, yes. It's, it's not coming back in my lifetime. It, it's I'm a refugee. <laughs> Every tell everybody in Columbia, I'm a refugee from Chicago, because that was my home.
2: and. Um, well, the the part that you're aggravated about is it's a problem that you could fix. It's a simple problem. Simple.
9: Yes. For but instance, the people there don't want to fix it. They well, buy into that ideology. They've worked
2: you, around it. Have my, you heard one politician of either party say? start by saying, listen, here's what we're going to do. Anybody convicted of a felony is no, no, longer, lo, no longer eligible for, for welfare of any kind. One what? felony... No more, normal welfare. You'll turn it into oh, Disney World. And then men's boys were
9: murdered in the loop today.
2: Yeah. You're and the problem that goes along with that is.
9: There's a manhunt. There's no outrage, no comment from the mayor, no outrage from the people.
2: I and have a question. It's 1230 in the afternoon. Why are they out of school? I mean, just a simple question. You and I didn't go out at—actually, when I was in grade school, you did go home for lunch, but that, that's changed for years. What were they doing out, out at school at 12-3? And that's, you know, the whole other thing is they, the victim is the, is the precious young life, and the perpetrator is this mysterious guy who's a victim himself of society and policy. They don't want to fix this problem. And the Democrats know not to fix it. You know why? There's a lot of money exactly. in not fixing it. And
9: that and they, started with Rahm Emanuel. That started with Rahm Emanuel, not just uh, Lori. I,
2: I think you could go back to, to the to the sexiest mayor we ever had in lingerie, uh, bar none, and that's uh, the man. Uh, what the hell was his name, Honey Bunny? The guy who uh, was signed. No, the, the the guy who signed uh, Sanctuary City, Honey Harold Washington. Harold Washington, oh, yeah. sexiest mayor we ever had in lingerie. You see him in garters, way hotter than Lori Lightfoot. But the reality, the reality is that's that's when it all started. You incentivize bad behavior. This is something all societies have known, and you will get more bad behavior. Where's the The disincentive to not to be a decent person? Where's the disincentive against being a scumbag? You get more money. All of the financial political schemes. The more of a wretched, low life, uncivilized savage you get, more money. I mean, that's the fact.
9: I I see it, but the problem is the North Side people are living in their. They do not. Their solution is they just they're working around the dysfunction. So I say, why are you renovating your? You're home on the after. Well, like, aren't you afraid to walk to Jewel? But
10: that was my pet. So well, I'm you got
2: to sure. remember, it's like the third world. Those, those streets, those specific streets you're talking about, believe me, they have private security. And that's exactly how they uh, uh, pretend that's, that reality is not reality. And that's the, that's the thing, Nana, you have to understand. If you can sequester yourself from the reality of your policies, then you could pretend to be virtuous, even though you're a failure. And I just described to you the Chicago Democrat Party in total. Thank you very much, Nanette. Good luck. And, uh, you know, the other thing, Nanette, go on YouTube and take a look at a poor area that has a good sheriff by the name of Sheriff Judd. It's in Florida. Take a look. He gives daily briefings on YouTube, and he tells the criminals, if you rob, if you harm, I will hunt you, I will find you, I will put you in jail, and if you raise a gun, you will be shot and killed. End the story. That's what needs to happen. Instead, we don't have that anymore. Kevin in Las Vegas, Nevada.
10: Uh, hey, Sean.
7: Uh, you, you know, you're always talking about the uh, stock market and the Ponzi scheme that it is, how it you know, picks winners and losers and, and whatnot. Um, I think I have a decent example for you here. Um, I just found out recently the uh, Tesla Model Y was the number one selling vehicle of any kind on the planet last year, uh one point two million, over one point two million of them were delivered globally. And how were they rewarded in the last two months? Their stock went from two hundred and sixty dollars to one hundred and eighty dollars.
2: Oh yeah. You have the oligarchs that are, are, are going to, to use the 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 fact that they think the founder of Tesla is a, is a Trump supporter and they are going to bankrupt that guy. But Targeted, like, yeah believe me they're going to bankrupt him you know i'm they're not they you and i've had this conversation i don't i don't personally for for me i wouldn't touch an electric car but all of the technology and all of the even remote success on it was was him his company sold more than all the other companies combined because his product mm. although i don't agree with it wasn't nearly as terrible as the uaw made product not nearly it's right. it's you know and if you depending on the climate you live in you know whatever the case is if you want to pretend that you're helping the environment, fine. But he'll also be very frank with you and admit to the downfalls and pitfalls to the environment and the creation of it. He never told you that the making of it was somehow better for the environment than a combustion engine. He didn't say that. He took advantage to, in the beginning of rent-seeking, and that's the problem when you cozy up with them. You think they're your friend until you act in a way you don't, they don't like, and now you're the right, target. Right.
15: So Actually, many Trump exactly. is learning.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's so many examples like. of that. Trump spent 80% of his life giving millions of dollars to the very political whores that are trying to put him in prison. That's got to be a hard yeah, pill no, to swallow.
7: Yeah. Now they can't stand him. Yeah. yeah.
2: I wouldn't go near the stock market, and, and you're talking, that's all I did. I wouldn't go near it because, right. to me, it's been bastardized, corrupted, and to me, it's 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 not based on principles or fundamentals anymore. That's just me. I'm stubborn. Rich in Seattle.
11: Hey, Sean, how you doing?
2: Good rich how are you?
15: Good hey, listen um, thanks for a t-shirt by the way ah, um,
2: you're more than welcome I
15: called last last month and you sent me a t-shirt all the way out here in Seattle but Good. uh I have a question. Do you think that this uh uh these twenty five states who are backing Texas and sending national guard to to help defend the border and help them out down there? Do you think this is like the start of a civil war?
2: I started my show by saying the cold civil war is heating up. There always has been a cold civil war. Now the civil war is simply heating up. Do I think it'll be a civil war the way the first one was? Absolutely not. They have the the power and, and, and the, the states that oppose the corrupt government have other alternatives they will explore before they pair off and pretend to go to war with each other, which is a terrible thing when you think about it. The first civil war, the, the reality of a million Americans when that was a very large segment of the population, I think that was terrible, that it should have happened through negotiation and legislation. I always thought that the principles of of separating from a corrupt federal government are laid in the founding documents after all, are we the United States because we 're united by principles and ideology, or are we the extorted states and what what we 're going to do is at least make them admit we 're not united by principles or ideology we 're extorted by the threats of fear and uh, warfare so that 's what it is and once you have a, a system where all of these agencies, be it the Department of Justice or the EPA, are so corrupted and bastardized against the 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 rights and the principles of the citizens you have a corrupt federal government which is what we have and i think it's exciting i don't think it's something to be afraid of because i don't think it'll be war i think it'll be an argument that's why convention of the states has been operating for years now i mean you're talking 12 years there's an entire group of people out there that want to nullify the corrupted illegitimate biden administration and government so i think it's a it's a positive sign and i don't think it's i think it's an exciting time to be an american because philosophically we can make the argument Of a peaceful secession. I don't want to bail out the scum, corrupt Democrat mafias. And neither does anybody who left and is operating in an honest state. And that's what we need to have, that open debate. The problem is we're not going to get it from the Congress we have now, which is why I think it's time to throw the Republicans out who don't understand the principles. And I would start with the new speaker. Thank you very much. Get out now. When I get back, we got Holly and Cream Puff. 312 642 5600. Marxists,
0: socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560.
6: The answer. AM 560. The answer. Go, Victor Bout!
14: Man,
2: he's making a fortune. Victor Bolt making a fortune. In the meantime, there's been a lot of rumors about the natural gas. We're doing it for the environment. Yeah, that's right. So today, uh, the president, once again, another day, another round uh, of executive orders, uh, this time, as we mentioned, uh, on his plans for climate change. Now, he said that he was going to do something like this, uh, on the campaign trail, and we're seeing- Oh, this is from two years ago when he stopped oil production. Nobody wants to talk about it. It come to fruition today. Pages and pages, uh, of new directives, and it is, uh, getting some pushback now from the other side of the aisle. With the stroke of a pen, President Biden elevated climate change as a national priority. My- national priority. You keep hearing that, right? You hear excuses by everybody from the son of Ali Zaidi. Ali Zaidi, you keep hearing how, how virtuous we are to
1: net zero. I think it's a sector-by-sector sector strategy pinned down in this North Star goal of getting to net zero emissions economy-wide. And Net
2: zero, net zero, climate change, existential threat. Then why did you create the greatest ecological disaster known to mankind when you blew up Nord Stream Two?
5: If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine again. Then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream Two. We we will bring an end to it. But do, but
9: how will you how will you do that? Exactly. Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control.
5: We will, uh, I promise you we'll be able to do it.
2: What about net zero? You blew the pipeline, you filthy animal. What's the pollution for that? What's the, po- what exactly are the ramifications to the environment? You see what they understand? There are none because their entire thing is a scam, a scheme meant to become a spear against your freedom. And against your money. And in the meantime, the whores will policy trade it, make millions. And that harkens
5: back to, to President Biden's campaign vow to put the fossil fuel business out of business. And, and he said that, he said, read my lips. We will put fossil fuels
3: out of business. Uh, I, I did not hear him say that. I think the oh, president... Can, recognized now, was
2: it Jennifer Granholm or Nancy Pelosi that traded... NVIDIA, which, by the way, this week spiked by 25% gains. Boy, I never saw that coming. You front-running inside trading whores, each and every one of you. Holly and displays.
13: Hi, thanks for taking the call. Um wanted to share, I think last week you played a clip from Schwab from uh, World Economic Forum talking that if Trump or basically Trump would get into the White House and then yes. speaking to Europe and a lot of code or cryptic type words, like when they say com- competition, it basically means communism, climate change is a front for the communism, full, their yeah. one world agenda. So now you have all of a sudden a week later, Suddenly, there's a stroke of the pen and the natural gas as this um, power sure, shift.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. That's why, it's, if you notice, I didn't start by calling them the World Economic Forum. I called them what they are, the Fourth Reich, and that Nazi bastard Klaus Schwab. I just take uh, umbrage, or well, I take, I take solace in the fact that my uncles really destroyed and killed a lot of those Nazi bastards, and then I had one uncle who I think pleasured their women. Cream Puff Jim never pleasured a woman. Hello. Listen, where are you going to put the on Jared for these planes? These planes are going out of control. You're talking about the subway Look, guy, they, like the small little girls what, like Biden? What, what, yeah, but they got to put the on Jared. Listen, my brother owns 17 of those joints. Did he? Did but he ever anyway, have a fat pedophile come to the, there and do the $5 foot long? Anyway, yeah,
11: I'm all now 14, 17 of me own. I can go through that this Why are you on the municipal
2: dole? Can't your brother send you the money you need for sandwiches and what not? Can
12: can Jared Jared straighten out these swings? You think Jared can straighten out with the $2 billion he got from the Saudis? I think he's locked up. up.
2: I think Jared's locked up because he was a pedophile and a well-known Democrat. Jared from Subway. Uh, All right. Everybody have a good weekend because these Democrats also take take just schadenfreude pleasure in watching their, their utopias collapse. That would make the Cherokees move out. All right, have a good weekend, and remember, we win in the end. Uh, The good states will, anyway. Cue the music, squirrel.
14: Can we sing our national anthem with authority? Sing with me. Oh, say, can you see? so bright
2: Makes me proud every single time. Now, I hate the weekend because I don't get to do this, but I want you to have a safe one. If you're in the city, keep your head on a swivel and serpentine, serpentine, those aren't firecrackers. I'll be back on Monday.